Pasha Kukas starts off at the Indian of the Chaik of the Paradim. And Rashi puts it down that he knows the Kaisha, we don't know what it stands for, what the purposes are. Well, the end is it's examine Shemayim and improve to do it. It's not. It's not a funny, it's not just the uh, words Mukhif to do. There's big teachings to us behind the Achaik. We see Mephesh in Parshas Veschanan, in Babai Sheni, it says, Lay me madit yesu kukim mishpotim kashet sivani Hashem. Right? Ushmatem vasisem ki hichoch masrem uvinasrem leine oamim. What a smart nation it is. They're going to hear the chukim, not the mishpotim. Okay, so obviously there are different concepts of what makes something, but basically the Doshis Haran gives the portion understanding of this that in mitzvahs or in actions that people understand they don't get wow for instance i'll give you a motion an hour because he also gives this a medical case guy's been taking two aspirin a day and he, i mean every time he has a headache and it don't go away and he's Terrible. Finally, decides to call the doctor and ask him, what, what do I do, doc? I take two aspirin, it don't help. Just take three. And all of a sudden, it helps. And what do you call? Will anybody say, oh, what a great genius the doctor is? No. Everybody sort of figured that out. And say, try three. What do you play the one with two? But what happens if the doctor would tell you to stand on your head for five minutes? And that'll make the headache go away. And you'll say, oi, what a going the doctor is. He knows the body so well that standing on the head takes the pain away. You understand it? You understand what he's shrinking out, right? All of us, what I don't understand, I'm willing to give great credit. So hooking is the same thing. Willing to give hooking. <clears throat> So what is the point of a chaik? Chaik works. It's a thing that gives the Rishonayim, the Rabbis and Yishem, it gives B'tochem Hashem, depending on the particular chaik that we're talking about. And that's what it does. And in May, if a person gets to be those things, to our Kodesh Bochu, it's a wonderful thing. So then let's say, so what's the problem with a chaik? Okay, that point maybe is not a problem. But it don't make sense. Okay, don't make sense. Oh, yes, everybody, don't we do the same thing? <clears throat> a husband and a wife have a fight, right? What does the husband bring home? Flowers. Right, and not just flowers from from Costco. He had to go out to a to a true uh, florist, 
and he got a two dozen or a dozen uh, long stem red roses, cost him a hundred bucks at least, right? And he brings it home to his wife, and his wife says, "Oh, thank you so much for this beautiful roses and stuff." Now we got to find a place where to put it, but nobody has a vase that big. The biggest vase we have is this big, and you put it in, it tips the vase over. So we can't use them for a vase. So, but we have one of the garbage pails that we use. It stands in, you know, that round one. So we put it on the water, we put it in the thing. The red roses are still on top of the, the garbage pail. It looks wonderful. Where are we going to put it? Now, we eat, during the week, we eat in the kitchen. We don't eat in the dining room. Oh, but where's the, the nicest place going to be the dining room on the table? So she puts it there, dining room on the table. And every time she walks by, which is about once a day, and she sees the flowers and says, ah, my husband loves me. And wonderful. And then Sholem and Come Shabbos, finally. Baruch Hashem, look at the flowers. Guy says, you take the flowers off the table, I can't see you. Right? You go to a and you notice that the, by the men's table, the flowers are way up here. Right? And by the women's table, the flowers are way down there. And you can talk over the flowers. But if you sit, but the flowers are in the way, it's the kiyachas. Okay? If they take it off the table, my beautiful flowers, and the next day ready, starts to fall off the petals and starts to smell the water and we have to dump it. Okay. So what happened for this hundred dollars? How much I know you was there involved in this that they got in a very little. Wouldn't it have been better if they bought if he bought a, a, a gift uh, of a trinket that he could use in the kitchen for a hundred dollars. They said a special kind of can opener, can whatever it is. Something that, that she can say, you know, I made my life easier. What was she, why do you come up with flowers? Elevus, I think it means I don't mind wasting money to please you. I know you like flowers and I know it's going to please you. I buy you flowers, even though we have no annoyance from the flowers and nothing's going to be with the flowers, but I know you feel that I spent the money. The waste wasted the money actually, so you can feel good. So what's wrong with the Benishal? The Benishal said, "I want from you a paradume. It's going to cost Kolhein the Alma, right, a billion dollars, and it's your job to get it for me." And the show in Nevada, we all say, "Benishal, I'm gladly here's all the money I have. If you need a bit, is you need a paradume. That's what I'm going to pay for." Where do you have it now? When the, the closest thing we can talk about is a, a little of an essay. Probably that because as it keeps splitting and everything else, no matter, there's no such thing as a cheap set for anything anymore. So Mamela uh, it costs a lot of money, but that's my showing of love. I want to show I love him. I'm only to spend money for Mitzvah. What's compared? What are you complaining about? Okay. So therefore, I believe that that can't be the thing that's bothering Chazal. So let's go. 
and or let's say this is what I think is bothering Chazal. The Gemara brings a mice with Dom Benesina, who was a guy. And he had a paradum and the Benesim gave it to him because he was in time and gave it over aim to an exceptional degree. And the Benesim gave him a paradum. And he lost by being he lost the value of a half a million dollars or something like that of a profit that he could have made on something. So he said to them, I know that the only reason I have this paradigm is because the Romanish gave it to me for that thing. And all I'm asking from you is the money I lost over there. And that was a guy given by Dom Benesino, right? But when did he have to buy it from Dom Benesino? Does anyone you guys know? You ever hear the story, by the way, from Dom Benesino? I figured you heard it. So when did you have to buy it from Dom Benesino? What is the psui by a paraduma? If you put a weight on it. So as soon as it's born, I can't trust Dom Benesino that he's not going to forget himself and put a weight down on, 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 on a power. So I must get out of his house that first day that it's born. And that he says, I know I can charge you coal behind the alma, can charge you all the money in the world for this paradoma. When does it become eligible to be a power? When does it ego become a power? No, that's absurd. But when does it become? When does uh, an ego become a a power? A a poor, so it's an eggler. When did an eggler become a poor? Huh? A couple of years. Three years. That means we got to watch it for that many years. And we hope that it won't get two black hairs in it. I'm asking you, you guys have your kid, your kid sisters and kid brothers, right? What color hair were they born with? And what color hair do we have now? Okay, so then obviously hair changes, right? So the fur or the body, the hair on the paraduma can change too. We know about the a bunch of paradumas that were hanging around in the world a few years ago, right? What happened to them? Where are they? They weren't paradumas. They were good for the first day, first week, first month. Oh, it's a good paradum, but it doesn't last to be a paraduma. So therefore, you're putting in, you're investing all that money, calling the alma, on a chance. We don't do that. There's a guy that he's famous, and there's the kashi here, not over here. I think on the Gemara of Dom Benesin. Here's the kashi. Is there no one in Klai Israel that we can bring a raya to do keep it up aim that we had to go find a guy in Ashkelon? To tell us how to do keep it up, Isn't that a big question? I mean, you're trying to brag about what 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 could the, the Michael do in keep it up, aim? You can't find a Jew. You have to go find a guy. See, answers that it wants to show that even a guy that reaches the madrege, or what do you call it, 
will not spend the money on a mitzvah that he doesn't understand. A mitzvah he understands, he would love and he understands. So therefore, he's willing to spend on that. Paraduma is a mitzvah, he don't understand, he won't spend the money. Right? But I can say a little different that something that's that's pushing, we would spend money on. Things that it's a gamble, I'm not going to spend money on a gamble. That'd be crazy. So that's what I think is the thing that's bothering that, that somehow doesn't strike me yet enough on that. Another thing that we're talking about that Horaduma uh, it's one of the conditions that they say the Shvelzach to understand. I understand this very well. I got no problem understanding it. When a person is Isaac in Kirov, that's his job. He's going to find that he has to watch himself from getting involved in the things that the people he's recovered with being recovered from what they do. So therefore, automatically, uh, we understand that it's metamitahirim. And it's metad to me, it's a kashi. Not a big deal to understand that. Okay. So it, it came up and come out in the thing that really is the three and seven that they can't understand. In other words, I get spritzed on anyway. And if I didn't do it on the third and then the seventh day, was the combination of that, like it could be it was two weeks later already. So it's got to be the third and the seventh day of my taira, that it's got to be. And if I don't do it, even though the got sprinkled, what difference does it make what day it is? That is the thing they won't understand. Maybe, I don't know. I'm saying, but these are the things, it's not such a shver That's the main thing I'm trying to show you. And yet, there are little things that we can't understand, and that should bother us that we can't figure out an answer. Okay. <clears throat> Says a a modern lotion. And the yeb mess of whole nephish odom tomish of his yum. Guy touches the mess. She's tummy for seven days. Who is hot to boy by you, my shlishi, by you, my shlishi, shwe, yito. He does on the third and fifth day and seventh day, then he comes to her. Vim lo is hot to, he doesn't come to her. So anybody who touches a mess, right? And he didn't, and he didn't have sprinkled it. It's Mishkan Hashem Time. It was Metamad Mishkan Hashem. What Mishkan Hashem? What are you talking about? So Rashi says, obviously he's talking about if you went into the Mishkan afterwards, and therefore if you weren't to come to her, so you're going to be Tame. But why is he put it in a way that it doesn't say that? You know, it's just another word that he could have put it in, and we don't understand what he's talking about. Only Elisha said it. So I want to tie it. The Abshadis were talking about a person who's a Torah, and he became Tommy. And he says, you know, hey, what's wrong with saying is a Tommy? I don't have any problems. I'll be Tommy. I'll get a job which has to do with dead people. I'll get a what he calls a, a panose, 
that goes that way, and I can do other things. Why, why, why is there a problem? No, it's Miglish Hashem Tine. A guy who's willing to live with Tume, meaning he doesn't desire to do to Tyre anymore. So he's become his brain. This thing, this, this mind that he has, that's a Miglish Hashem. He was metamet and saying, like, I don't mind living between. You should mind living between. Otherwise, we find uh, in Mamishin, in the, 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 the Sadiqim, used to do Chulan uh, Ataris Akadish. He used to eat. What do you want to eat in the Chulan Ataris Akadish? You tell me. What do you mean? But then, I can't, there's anything being taught her all the time. I can't, I can't do it. Okay, that's that's the point. The person shouldn't get a job in the cemetery. What? The person shouldn't get a job in the cemetery. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I mean, Ganyi but I would think that that you want to show a picture of a guy who is a low yutzlach. You usually show pictures of a guy that's a ditch digger. Now, and Bismanazay, I don't know if that's true. But that's when the old time you show the guy even you begging, carrying the shovel on his back, and he's the ditch digger. But now you come along with the cement. You know, uh, things that break the cement, and you got uh, what do you call these machines that dig out the hole? And, and I think they, you know, now it's a professional job, you know, it's a thing they, okay. Okay. Right after Paradumma, it brings an interest, it brings the mice of Miriam dying. I have no reason to tell you why Miriam died. There was absolutely no reason for her to have died. The woman did not die in the midbar. So she had no reason to die. About whatever Cheshbenis he has, took her away. Anyway, so it tells us that they, you know, she brings down uh, just like a chattas is mechapel, because the poraduma technically is chattas, so is misa sadiki mechapel. I want to say, you don't find that the chattas is mechapel. I mean, not the poraduma, anyway. Poraduma is a hechshel taira. If you do the third and the seventh day and then go to the mikveh, you will be torah. But I gotta go to the mikveh. I can't just go third and seventh day sprinkle it and I'll be taught. I'm not taught. I gotta go to the mikveh. So therefore, I'm afraid to go to the mikveh. So if that's the case, it's only a hechsha tyra. So that's what, what I think it means. You're right, it's not a tyra. If you understand the wars that we had, from, from an old person dying, the loss that we have, I used to, a lot of times you say, you're an old man already, big deal. You know, he lived a life already, he lived enough, right? Obviously the person who died doesn't think that way, believe me, he doesn't think that way. But people feel that it's not a big zah about that. But he's not in the world anymore. You could have learned so much from him. That still exists. I didn't learn it. I messed up on that. And I can't I can't bring it back. So therefore, if you don't realize what a mess is, so then you're not tired. You didn't 
You don't get back to you saying, oh, I gotta be, I gotta become like that person. I gotta be do like this. I gotta, I gotta make up for his loss in the world. You don't say that. Why? Because hey, it doesn't bother me. That's what I think is the meaning of it. It's only it's only if you understand the loss. Okay. Now we have with water the same thing we have with food. that says that lechem it says that bread, they also ask like a What do you mean the Gemara is going to bring on Tillam? Doesn't make sense, right? The chat is this way, I think. A person. We all expect, we eat breakfast nine o'clock in the morning, let's say, right? Quarter to nine, whatever it is. And we last, last till about one o'clock. And then we don't go down and eat lunch. And then we list the supper. What happens one day they'll tell you there's no lunch today. When will you get hungry? At one o'clock? Or at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock, right? Even though it's not logical. The food's in your stomach, normally you're not hungry, so why are you gonna be hungry today? But that's the nature of people, right? So therefore it's like a hugging. When I asked for the money, I missed when I asked for the food, I wasn't really hungry. Well, I shouldn't have been hungry. My chesorin and munim, my chesorin been talking. That I'm not going to get lunch today, made it that I'm hungry now. That's a facade. If you got to the point you're hungry, made up lunchtime, one o'clock, fine. I understand why you're complaining. But by the water, it would be the same thing. No, it's, the bear stopped. As soon as she died, it stopped. It takes a few hours to bury her. I'm sure that there were big ass bathing for her. What do you think? The Bull Kaisal came to see to, to, to the Leviah. I mean, there was a big, a big Leviah, and they buried her, right? So there's no water all that time. In fact, there was no water probably even later, because the Rabbanishim tells Mishan Aaron, the sitting shiva, right? Sister died, they got to sit shiva. The sitting shiva, and the Rabbanishim says, Why are you involved in your own troubles? Go, go give water to my children. So they went out to give water. So obviously the water took a long time, maybe half a day, third of the day, quarter of the day, whatever it is. So the people were hungry, thirsty, ready, when they saw no water. They didn't wait until they actually became thirsty. That doesn't happen for several hours. But right now I'm thirsty now. That's the jets. That's the time on them. That's why there's no complaint about it. And we don't find it so ancient with tiniest to call you, so even though they use it. So it's terminology. That's a terminology because they're asking them in emotion Aaron, give us water. You can't, uh, you know, we need water now. 
So now we have to understand the Aveira that Moshe and Aaron did that killed them. Boishim tells him, what I want you to do, I'm going to take the stick, the question which stick we're talking about, I think this is the stick of Moshe, or the stick of Aaron, but it's definitely what the first time it could have been the stick of Moshe, and this one could be stick about the question because there's Lefnei Hashem. What was Moshe's stone doing with Lefnei Hashem? Aaron's was put with Lefnei Hashem. So therefore, it's there. Okay. Um, he says, go take the stick and gather all the people and talk to the stone. Okay. Do you think Moshe didn't listen? Of course he listened. And he talked to the stone, and he talked to the stone, and he talked to the stone, and he was talking to the wrong stone. So the stone didn't give any water. Now, do you understand that Rabbi Shalom tells the Navi to do something, and then he's going to make it that the Navi can't do it? That's what you're telling me happened. Rabbi said, speak to the stone, and all of a sudden there's no stone. So how am I supposed to speak to it? Right? So we got a problem. So obviously, Rabbeinu comes out to get Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? Because usually you can help the Navi. Go over, have their tongue, talk their stone, this and that. And then, and that that's what the Moshe wants to show. They want to show the goddess of the Navi. The goddess of the, of the Ness. And here, he wants to kill Moshe Rabbeinu. No. But why did Moshe not listen? I mean, that could to get the people out of 48 stones. Because the people started making fun. Moshe Rabbeinu, what difference does it make with stone these weeks? Right? If, you, if you, stones don't give water. So if you're going to have an S, my nafkimenu with stones going to give you the S. So it says, that he, Moshe Rabbeinu got angry and he told them, Mamun, that you're not good people. Do you think I can bring water from any stone I want? Mairim, he called. Can I take water out of this stone? I can't just take water. But anyway, Achil Hashem is brewing, right? The Dainishim says we're going to do something, we're going to have water, and there's no water. So Moshe Rabbeinu, without Hakkadish Bosu, is, is, is you and I. Like we have no power to make water come out of stones, and neither does Moshe. But Moshe with Mispal of Rabbeinu, we're having a Chil Hashem coming up here. And he knew. That hitting the stone, like give you a reason why he held that one a minute. He, that he, that he knew that he hit the stone, so he hit the stone. The first time he hit it, only a little bit of water came out, so he hit it a second time, and then all of a sudden, a lot of water came out. So, what do we see from this? We see one thing that was brought down in Rashi and Parshas, but they not in Pashas, but in Bereshis, 
by the Lech uh, Lecha, that it says all the things that might, that Avraham Avinu did personally, God did personally to us. What am I looking? In Vayera, I'm sorry. I said Vayera. But the water, he says, Take some water, the water will be given to you or something. You know, not, not, not that he brought it. And for that, the water was given to Ushalia. Okay. I can hear that. Let me ask you. Moshe Rabbeinu is a bad shliach. The Rabbeinu shouldn't give the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? He makes him Kriya Sramsu. It's his Mitzrayim. He's a good shliach. So what was wrong that he did to the shliach? Because the shliach has his own mind. Once I give it over to the shliach, the shliach will do what he wants to do. And that's what happened over here. Rabbi gave him a job. I want you to speak to the stone. He spoke to the stone. But instead of keeping up, speaking, speaking, and speaking, he finally gave in and hid it. So then Rabbi says, okay. So that's what he did by himself. Now, why, why Taki would he hit it? But you know what the Rabbanishim wanted to do? What was the Kiddush Hashem? They saw the shyness. They're not all here. Talk about Kiddashtem, Mayantem, Rayamantem, Marisem. They saw the shyness of Avelis. They did four Avelis by hitting the stone. Rabbanishim wanted to show the world or the Torah, or the hidden themselves, that once, even a stone that gets hit once, next time you just got to talk to it from what it comes out. So you hidden, if you, I hit you once, you were punished once, and shouldn't have to have a second time. Right? And therefore, that's what, what he wanted to believe. Now that's the Rebbeinah who really sees who the Claudius soil is. And what, how holy they truly are. But Moshe Rabbeinu has trouble with that. Every time he says something, he got somebody arguing with him. You know? So these guys are really, you know, they're, they're not good guys. They're still having trouble, have trouble with them. Right? What I hold they need is a good mother shot in the head. So I really want to give them a stick. But the Benjamin said, speak to him, man. But when you get into the position where you're, where you're a, a tumult, don't forget, he is a tumult. He's an oval. Sister died. Right? So whatever you're going to say, he's not in the best of thoughts in mind. The thing is not working. He sees a chidla shem is brewing. So he asks for the, for the for hitting of the stones. What's wrong with that? But he asks for it because he didn't really believe in the that Kalyasur is ready for speaking. So therefore, Zloya Mantanbi, you didn't trust me. I told you Kalyasur is ready for speaking. You don't have to hit him. I say, well, okay, Bishad, what should he have done? Obviously, the Benjamin stacked the deck, as he called it, against them. What should they have done? Okay, so obviously, the Benjamin didn't want to go into Kalyasur. Now, why would they not want him to go into Eretz Yisrael? Well, this is a theory. I can't really answer it. 
the Shevet Shimon ultimately in these years, next segment basically, is going to lose a lot of people. It's going to go down from 59,000 to, to 22. And Shevet Shimon supplies the Melamde Tanakis and the safe from the Kali soil. And we can't exist without Shevet Shimon. But Shevet Shimon was decimated. Nobody left in there. So we need a new Chalukah Solitz. We can't give them a small piece of land because the mansion is going to make Nisim that in the next generation, the two generations, the three generations down, the birth rate will be so big that they'll be as big as they, they were before. We see this by us. We see if they hit the right? Like the young way we, we see a lot of Fumayidin out there. Conservatism is really dead. Reform is Goyim, right? The only Jews that are left is us, right? We would, and, 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 and the former conservative said, by the year 2000, there won't be one Orthodox Jew alive. So therefore, obviously, we proved the lie. We proved the lie because Aliyah Novi was very good. The That was a big Shuvah movement. Yes, there is a Shuvah movement. And it's a big one. But it doesn't make the number of Jews we have. That's because we have Baruch Hashem a high birth rate. But when people had four or five kids, and now they have 10 and 15 kids. Whatever it is, this Baruch Hashem, is growing. Not because we did anything to bring it back anybody. We just have more people getting born. So the Rabbeinu Shalom makes up for the time when we get decimated. Hitler knocked us off, so now we're, now we're as big as we were in the time Hitler. We have about 16 million Jews that profess to be Jews. The trouble is there's a lot more Jews in the world. What happens is every year, less and less people who were counted as Jews till now count themselves as Jews. So they put down on the paper what, what, what religion you are or something, what nationality, and they put down American or white or whatever it is, and they don't put down the word anymore, Jew. Okay, so therefore, we, 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 we lost all those people there, but they're still around. And they they're intermarried or whatever it is there, but they're still around. But we have the number by Fumayidin, or at least by Jews that that say I am a Jew, even though they're not they're not religious. But I am a Jew. That we have. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu just told him he's going to die, he doesn't stop being a leader. He has a job to do. His job is to bring the Jews as close to the soil as God will let him. So one thing he has to go, he has to go to Malachedim and tell him, hey, we want to go. We want to go through your land and whatever it is. It's a funny lotion that he speaks to them. Uh, it says, Now with this, your brother, Yisrael, talking. 
Brother, you saw you like to be Brother Taso. Why are you telling him your brother you said was sleeping? In a way, what he's telling Yasev is you and I are the same. The twins. Born at the same time, the same stomach. And therefore, you think you live by Chavet, you have by all those things, I have them too. And they think of them. Uh, to give you a muscle, um, if you ever heard of it, Murder Incorporated. Murder Incorporated was the murder arm of the mafia. In other words, when the, when the Italians wanted someone killed, they called Murder Incorporated, who were all Jews. Right? So we are, we show him, we can do as much as you. I think Trotsky is as good as Lenin. And I don't know point in that he's a better person. But as far as what I can do, I can destroy the world. No, no question about it. And I think you guys know Trotsky and, and, and Stalin were, but all right. But okay, that, that's left to figure out. Okay. Anyway, Lenin, Edwin didn't let him go, and they can't touch Edwin. Now, it's a funny thing. Back in Pasha's Bishalach, it says that the Benishim didn't take him out of Splishtin, he covered him. They'll see a war, and there won't be a war, and they'll go back to Mitzrayim. Here you have a war, and you don't, and, and you don't see, and there's no war. The Wadi uh, came out with all their weapons, and they, they put up a thing, not letting us go through, right? And we just go away. So why don't we, why wasn't God afraid of, of desertion at that time? Because they saw the, the, the Nisim in the, in the Midbar for 40 years. I'm talking about this at the end of the 40 years. They saw for 40 years Nisim in the Midbar. They had no question God could do anything. The first time when Vayelitz fleeced him, they didn't have that, that, that sureness in themselves that the Benjamin could do it. So therefore, he had the adventure had to take him, not not their health, please. Oh, but Lemaisa, now, now he's not wasn't worried about it. Anyway, Mashrabainu takes up, he's told to take Aram up. Now we lost two leaders. We lost Miriam on uh Nissen. We lose Aaron Ishkadishov. And, you know, the, the big leaders are going. The only one left is Moshe. They're scared. Right? Anyway, he went up to Neymariva uh, and 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 he saw that Aaron died. All the people of Kaisel cried for Aaron 30 days. Okay. And Moshe Rabbeinu only says the men. The woman didn't cry for Moshe Rabbeinu 30 days. Someone asked the big hashit to me. Says when we have a god that dies, right, we will go to the Leviathan. On one corner, you have the Basianic fields. They're all crying like their hearts out. 
So how do you tell me they're not crying? I answered him, you're right. One day, they can cry. 30 days, you can't cry. 30 days to feel you miss Adam for 30 days. I can't think about it. It kills me thinking about it. Right? And it's not king. After 30 days, okay, the Ikaravelis is over. So a person can, can accept it. But till that time, you can't accept it. And you should be crying. Elavos, it doesn't bother me. But by Alan, it bothered me. Because Shavon Bayes and all the other things that the men and women had together, and they needed Alan for that. That was the problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the people got tired. They didn't get tired of the dark. Let's understand. That didn't change. We never got tired from walking. He never got tired. Shoes didn't wear out. Clothes didn't wear out. No problem. So why am I tired? Why am I upset? Because you thought we were almost there. 40 years we're going in the middle. We're almost there. And then Edain tells us we can't go. Who cares? Who's Edain? Let's knock them off and then we'll go right through them. We can't. God says we can't. Now we got to go all the way around Edain. That's a pain in the neck. And people get tired. And I add the fact that they saw that Miriam and Aaron are dead and Moshe is the only one left to them. And we still have extra trip now. We're not going directly in there. We have to go around. Who knows where Moshe will be at that time? And that's where they got scared. So there's no cash why they started saying things that you, you know, it's not right to say. What can you say? Yeah. Now the idea of lechem hakolekel. Uh, I don't know about the young guys. You look on the cereal boxes, cold cereal, and it says how much uh, uh, brand you have and if how much fiber you have, right? 10G fiber, 5G fiber. Right? What is fiber? Fiber is the stuff you go to the bathroom. Now, wait, but it, it, instead of having a diarrhea, it, it, it solidifies what you have to go out. So basically, it keeps you healthy. Because if you wouldn't have fiber, you'd end up with cancer. Okay? That's the way the Rebbeinshah made the world. On the other hand, mon, the Rebbeinshah made that there's no excess. The only thing that goes into your body is everything that you need. The vitamins, the things, everything that's in the mon, like the mother didn't go to the bathroom for 40 years. You don't have to go. You don't have any fiber. 
So now all of a sudden, it's not healthy. Right? And all of a sudden, they're getting scared. It's not healthy. So I'm saying you're looking for complaints. You have complaints. You didn't bother you for 40 years. So all of a sudden, you have a problem. With, but that LP came. It's something to complain about. When you want to complain, you find something to complain about. Yeah. So what did the Rabbanishim do? He sends snakes that bit them and kill them by poison and so on. And he came back to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, we're sorry, we spoke, we spoke the wrong words. And Moshe Rabbeinu received the leader of Israel. They said bad things about Moshe. He spoke against Moshe. On the other hand, when they need him, they come to him. And what does he do? He forgives them. He doesn't say, oh, you know, you and I, when you need me, now that you need me, I'm not going to do it for you. No. You need me, I'm there for you. I'm the leader at the point of what I am. And that's what he does. A lot of Jews die. So what does the Rebbeinshim say? I want you to take, make a snake out of copper. And you know, you ever see the doctor's uh, symbol of being a doctor, it's the snake on top of a stick. Okay, that, that's the symbol of being a doctor. Okay, now the snake is the cure, it cures everything. Look at the snake and you'll be healthy. You are. Now you all know, let me ask you guys, you know the song, the Mishnah? What does the Mishnah say? What's Machai? The snake is Machaya? Song. And but you know the mission in that I don't expect you to. Of the song I expect you to know. Okay. So what's the song? It says there that the vanishing is when you look to God, the snake doesn't cure anything. Look to God. So I always had a basic question. Chizkiyahu hid the snake or broke the snake. Why? Because the people making it into an Abedizola. Right? If you go take a look at the snake, it cures you, so it's an Abedizola. Right? That's what cures is the snake, not God. According to this mission, with that attitude, were they saved or not? No, they died. So the only ones that got saved were the ones that believed in God. How's it going to become an Abedizola? All the guys that didn't believe that they thought the snake is what's curing them will die. And the one that thinks that so love become my way is always so what was the problem? Right? So this is my my theory. You know, guys give Borchus. Help, maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't help, right? But somebody hears that the bracha helped that person, he'll come to get a bracha. And then I got that he's coming to get a bracha, I'm coming along with you to get a bracha. So all of a sudden, you got a lineup that wants a bracha, right? But you don't know if it works. So why are you here? 
a suffix is good enough. That's what we see from the Nochesh. It's 50% that works. It's good enough. Maybe it'll work for me too. It didn't work for everybody. I mean, see the ones who, the, who thought that the snakes cures you died. So it didn't work for them. It only worked for the guys that, that looks for Hashem. So if that's a it only works for 50% of the people. I thought we came, I'm going to try it. And I'll make it a God. That, that this snake that kills me. And he's going to die. But he's still going to go in there with the attitude the snake is going to kill me. That's the problem. Okay. And they first sang the song for the bear. If the if the Moshe and Aaron going to die for it, and Roshiva learns that we do um, a shyness. So by shyness, it says there. Remember, this is the rock that the Moshe Rabbeinu hit and gave water. Which which time? The first time and the second time. So the Shiva lands is the second time. And he brings rise from the Ksukim that it seems that that he also that we're 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 bragging about the thing that you know who made this bear? The Sorin, the leaders of Kali Soil gave their lives for it. That's who gave us this water. And that's the big the big zah. You know, she will learn because the Abel of a Tzaddik like Moshe is just who's for us. Shame, I didn't understand what does that mean. How can Abel be a schus? You can say, he's a big man, but he's older than Abel. So what are you going to say? The difference is, we understand the Abel of Moshe and Adam did was not in Abel. The Rebbeinish made it, that's going to happen. They may he made it, they may invented them a cup. He made it that they spoke to the wrong rock. They made it that this, therefore, there was a tumult. He was picking on them, right? So you understand that. So a person can be so great that the only head that the Benisham has is one that he made them do. That's the only available. How great can a person be? That's how big Moshe was. And if Moshe is that big, that's the biggest excuse for us. That we could be such a person who's born like any other person, can reach such madrege, then all of the whole, the whole world, for all time, should be redeemed because they had that person. And that's Moshe. That's the way I think it went. Yeah. Okay, they come to Siren, and Siren don't want to let him go through, and he's not as polite to Siren as he was to to um, uh, to Adam. Adam was pleased in this. And to Siren, he says, "We want to pass through your land." 
and uh, we'll pay you for it. Let us go. You're not getting some my land. What did the vanish and what did Kaya so do? There's nothing more. No more Sihan. And he took all the cities. Now, why didn't they take the cities before or later? I don't know. But here, obviously, because of the sheep, because others would have the further said it in Matis, that the, the Bnei Ruben and Bnei God came and what he called and asked for the land, what he called. But till then, the land was really not Claudia soils. They just, it was like empty. Nobody was there, so they were living there. They moved in. Okay. Um, then they came and the Benisha wanted them, uh, wanted, he said, oh, Moshe Rabbeinu, he sends Vayeshim Sobel to Moshe, Vayishach Moshe Leragel Asiazov, Elkidom and Ezerv They inherited this also. And Rashi says, who, who inherited them? The Shluchim. The, the, I don't know how many guys he sent to, to check out the land. Whoever it was, they themselves defeated the whole country. And then, and then all of a sudden, they take over they take over uh, Oig's land too. Now the child of Oig, where is Oig and where is Edrei? I really don't know. Because here it seems to be that the they went to Edrei, came out to warn Edrei. The other places it says that he's seen his kingdom is in Edrei. His capital is Edrei. So what is it? I don't know. But whatever it is, we defeated Sichan, I mean Oig. And the question we have, it says over there, don't be afraid of him, right? I'll tell you what because he has a sluice. Don't worry about the sluice. What is the sluice? The sluice was, he came by Yovei HaPolit, by Yagid Lavrum, and he told Avram, that light was captured, right? And therefore, he hoped that, 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 that he would go to war. Now, hey, you're talking about Avram Avinu. Look at the impossibility of the thoughts that go in there. Avram Avinu, he has only one guy with him, Eliezer. They're going to attack the minimum of 185,000 soldiers. But the Gemara learns the Rashi Gaisius, it's five billion people. So you have two guys against five billion, but even two guys against 185,000, they're going to win. So what was the thing there? What was, what was the Hava meaning? Elavos, I guess, he figured a nest happened to him in Urkazdin. He was thrown into Kirshan Eish and he walked out. So you're going against a big army, he also defeated. Why is why would he defeat it? You're talking about saving light. At that moment, light was yet a plan, a part of the plan of spreading the ideas Hashem in the world. Light was his partner, technically. They separated for a while because of what he called. 
But if Floyd's not around and he's not going to do the work and he's not going to help me and he's not going to be my Irish because I don't have any children myself, so then I'm lost. So I got to have it. So he figured maybe, okay, he's going to go to war against Lorlaima. Okay, maybe. Uh, But Shaila is, what is the score? She brings down over there that he was hoping he's going to go to war and he'll get killed and therefore he'll be able to marry so So he, 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 all that he did was not for, for the benefit of Avraham, it was for his own benefit. So why should he be afraid of him? So we learn an interesting thing that a guy, if he does something good, the Rebbeinishim doesn't count as motive. And if something good comes out of his action, even though he meant something bad, he will get schar for it. Okay? So we have a cash in him. Okay? We all learn that uh, Rome and the Greeks will come and have a complaint that you owe us for all the bridges and marketplaces and cities that we built. Why? We built it for ourselves. But we were able to have yeshivas, able to travel better. That is going from one yeshiva to another yeshiva. It was, I helped the yeshivish world. So therefore I get schar for that. And the Benisham said no. So what's the difference between that one and this one? So I think the difference is this. Over here, in the end, oh, he got nothing for himself. What was happening late was saved. And whatever his plans were about solving this and that didn't happen. On the other hand, by the Greeks and the Romans, they built the cities for themselves. They didn't build them for us. And they got usage of them for many years. And therefore, and we also got usage. But since they got their usage, they can't claim credit for it because there's nothing that would technically that we got alone without them. And therefore, that's why I hold it there, that there is no scar for them. Okay. Um, we'll talk about later on. How did Chos uh, and Manashi get involved in the Urban and God thing? In which we don't we won't find that they're mentioned in anything, whatever it is. And but we know that they got all of Elzoik. You ever see a map of Elzoik, the old time maps? So the land of Chotzishevit Manashi is so big, it's bigger than the Elzoik, right? And what do you, we're like, why? It's not that many people. So obviously, we'll have to talk about that. What's that shame? We'll get up, there'll be other, not this, I'm afraid. Have a good Shabbos, everybody.